Welcome to a special edition of Ringer Dish. It is all reality. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer. On, I guess, Zoom with me is Juliet Littman. Are you excited for this? I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> love reality TV. Hi, reality TV is just creeping into Ringer Dish. You know, you got Bill and Jacoby also talking yeah. about the challenge. But People love that. I mean, it's a it's a great show. I think if you went back to the beginning, you'd enjoy it, Amelia. There's like a, it's also like a weird, at this point, like a time warp because yeah. it's just, a, it's just a, diff- a different kind of show. It's great. Also a lot of Big Brother, which I don't know anything about, but. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I yeah. did used to watch uh, The Challenge in high school. It's been so long, but, uh, and then my only, f- I only really like Big Brother when it's um like celebrity Big Brother UK edition. It's nice, very like weird. a Spencer. Or Stephanie yes. Pratt? Yeah. Or I was thinking like Trisha Paytas and Chad Johnson from the Bachelor franchise. But yeah, that too. All Chad Johnsons in reality TV have issues. Oh my God. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, okay. So I guess on this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, all the, the reality shows we're watching. I think... Let's start with um, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I know you're watching it. I'm watching it. America seems to be watching it. They have the first of um, a three-part reunion series on Wednesday, which will you be watching? Oh, obviously. And the three parts is crazy because unlike most Housewives seasons, uh, I think this was interrupted due to COVID at some point. It's only 10 episodes. Most Housewives right. are like 24. So this is like a third of the length of the season, which is like kind of crazy. I didn't actually know they had that much to cover, though I really like the show. Yeah, I know. You know, now that you bring it up, I, I remember watching being like, wow, this is the finale. So so suddenly. OK, cool. But I know it came I, up quick. It really did. But I think they packed in a lot for such, you know, a small season, which I appreciate. It really took the internet by storm, I think. It's kind of funny. It did have a really big impact. Why do you think that is? Like, what captured everyone's attention Mm. that made it, like, so insane? That's a great question. I just think the entire cast of women, just, they're great. I think they all have a purpose being there. They all are funny for different reasons. Um... And I think the Mormon storyline is something that was was explored, but not to the point that it was exhaustive, which I appreciate. And, you know, Mary, Mary Cosby, who is insane um, and her church was an interesting kind of tidbit that people really liked. Uh, And I don't know. I just I found each and every woman featured to be interesting. What what about you? I think they pulled people in with the crazy quote that Jen had about Mary, which is that she's she's fucking her grandfather or something like that. <laughs> okay, right, right. <laughs> but then I and then I was drawn in by uh, that, that sort of like goes were the headlines at first. But then mm-hmm. Mary wasn't on the show that much. Like as a lot of people know. pointed out, she basically interacted with Whitney via FaceTime from her closet. <laughs> um that but was, I, I yeah there's a lot of weird production stuff on this very oh, very God. clearly. Like I think Based on the timeline from Katie Baker's story on mm-hmm. on The Ringer, which everyone should check out, it seems like they started filming like last winter and were interrupted because of COVID, as far as I can tell. Mm. Um, and but I also heard that like there was a different production company that started out and oh. then it wasn't going well, so they brought in a different oh. production company, the one that does New York, huh. and they had to like piece everything together. So I've heard that both Mary was a bigger piece than than uh, she had a bigger oh. role than she was supposed to, but also a smaller role. So there was something that just like happened with production that there were some issues, but now I think they 
Andy announced that they're coming back for season two because it's clearly a goldmine. People fucking love it. Yeah, that's so interesting. And also, I don't know about you, but I feel like I found myself in in other shows. I'll be like, OK, there's that one person that I hate, like Queen Victoria. I I, I think she has no redeeming qualities. On The Bachelor, whereas, you mean? Yeah, ex- sorry. Yes. Um, whereas like Jen Shaw is clearly just wild and yeah. she is incorrect a lot of the time. She's um, sad. She's sad. But there's something about her that I can enjoy her character, I think. It's mm. just like, you know, I don't know. what it. Maybe it's her husband makes her more likable because her husband's a very likable guy. Coach um, Shaw, yeah. Coach Shaw, who, who I looked up on the Utah Utes football team um, website. And well, uh, what'd you learn? I learned that he's, I think he's like, he's not the head coach, but he's one of the many underling coaches, which I, I, that makes it sound like he isn't a big deal, but he is because it's, the University of Utah and he played I think in at Utah and his son was on the team Jen's son was on the team for a while and I think he graduated now but I was like oh okay, okay cool yeah so it's okay. a legitimate job obviously oh, but oh, yeah it's definitely legit I think the biggest question is how do they have so much money like where did coach Shaw's riches come from <laughs> I, know he, I know that he's an assistant coach at a D1 school that doesn't explain it to me I mean she lives it's, a lavish lifestyle. She's like eight assistants. She has so many. That was one of the running jokes of the season was the many assistants that yeah. Jen has. And yeah, I someone I think someone messaged me and said that she might have had money from her parents or something. I think or someone I think maybe Coach Shaw had a was in law or something. I could be totally making. Yeah, this he up, was a but, lawyer. I think he was a personal injury lawyer. Before coaching, which you do make a lot of money. But again, I don't think that explains all of it. I'm wondering if Jen comes with her own money. I just don't know. I need to look at their W, their, uh, their tax forms. (laughs) Tax forms. Right. (laughs) Send over your 1099s people (laughs) and your W2. Exactly. Um, Okay. So for the storylines that everyone should look out for, you know, if we were taking this as like a primer for the three part series well one I think you should just end up watching the show because it's only 10 episodes long but I think one of the things they'll focus on is the Jen Shaw versus everyone storyline yes definitely so Jen got into fights with everyone (laughs) I don't exactly know how but as Mm -hmm. presented on the show Jen got into a fight with Whitney Right. Jen's husband's birthday that Jen threw the party. Right. Because Whitney approached her to say that Meredith and Lisa were talking (laughs) shit about her behind her back. And we're scared of her. Yeah. And we're scared of her. And instead of Jen getting mad at Meredith and Lisa, she got mad at Whitney for (laughs) basically causing problems at the party. Is that correct? Exactly. That is exactly correct. She and she explodes at the party. She throws a glass. She has to leave early. Coach Shaw is like, what's going on? I'm so confused. He stops talking to her for a while. And then they kind of there's a whole other layer to that because he's gone a lot for coaching and she's like, I'm so alone. So um, there were already, I think, problems in the marriage. But uh, everything there has to be there. <laughs> yeah. There's so much that doesn't make sense with Jen Shaw's life and, and like doesn't <laughs> Just doesn't add up. They're like, I, I have more questions than I have answers about Jen. Do you think we're going to get them at the reunion? Um, I don't know because it looks like she walks away halfway through. So I hope, but she's also, she's also a very defensive person. Yeah, I'd um, say so. <laughs> so I don't really, I don't 
think we will, which is fine because maybe that's what we're going to explore on the second season. Sure. I, it's just like so strange. I don't know. I, I like Jen Shaw, but she's not the one that I've been most fixated on personally. Oh, who are you most fixated on? I can't get over Whitney. Whitney's Inter- me. Yeah. So Whitney is, I think, the youngest of the group. I think she's like 30. She's like cl- 30. Yeah. And she has a pretty sad relationship with her father. Mm. He is a recovering addict. He was doing sober living. She right. was kind of like acting as sort of like this intermediary to have her siblings make up with her father. Right. Um, and then she has a whole other storyline about being excommunicated from the Mormon church because she had an affair with her boss, who is now her husband. Right. And Justin. Yeah. Justin. He was much older. They've mm-hmm. got a few kids, I believe. Yep. And I just found like, Whitney, she's like a really like high and saccharine voice. She seems like <laughs> a nice, sweet person, but I just feel like it like cover like the way that she presents herself covers so much inner turmoil that right. I'm like just so fascinated by her. She is an interesting character, and I feel like people will come after us if we don't mention the fact that she might be MAGA because she was seen mm. liking some MAGA posts. Her one friend who came over um, was on the show, yeah, was on the show, was at the insurrection, apparently. Um, so not great, but uh, yeah, Whitney is an interesting character. I also find it interesting that she has this huge rose tattoo on her back that just flashes every now and then. Well, her last name is Rose. Her name is Rose. Rose. <laughs> Do you think she got it as a tribute to Justin, her oh husband? Oh my God. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah, she probably did. She's super she cheesy. She she is really cheesy. And also, I think it's interesting how she Well, I one one thing I find interesting is and sad is her relationship with her dad that you were mm-hmm. talking about. And in the preview for the um reunion. She tells Andy, she's like, I'm just afraid that this show broke my dad. So I don't know if her dad is no longer in sober living, if he's out on the street. I don't know what's going on. I think she said um, on her Twitter that they're not speaking right now or she hasn't spoken to him in a while. I know it's really sad. It's really sad. And I think that like the show takes it seriously, but you're so confused. But at least I'm so confused by this storyline not because it's like hard to understand, but it's so dissonant with like the craziness of Jen Shaw. Or yeah. like, what is going on with this woman? Whitney and her father's like actually really serious, but like I can't mm-hmm. handle the seriousness in the setting. So I end up laughing. It's but like it's like an uncomfortable laugh. And I don't not totally. laughing at them. But I'm just like, um, should we be watching this? Like, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> that, yes. And I feel like, and I don't mean to sound rude when I say this, but her dad has a very distinctive look. If you look at her dad, he has he's an older man, but jet black hair, like just jet black hair that's clearly out of a bottle. And he well, he's has, a hairdresser. He's so. a hairdresser. <laughs> and he styled his hair like an emo band from 2011. And yes. it's just so I think people are kind of put off by his appearance or at least like they're like, whoa, oh, is this is an old guy trying to be young or something. And and some of the stuff that he's said where he's asked money from Whitney and Justin f- to open a hair salon when when he's still in sober living is just yeah. kind of like, oh, what are you doing? And I think she's also put off by that, too, because she says to him, like, I'm not going to give this to you. She said to him that she already spent thirty thousand dollars on his rehab. Oh, is, my God. Rehab is really expensive. Like, yeah. it's kind of crazy. I think the other thing that, like, underlies everything with her father is he's, like, resistant to sober living. I think it's clear that he needs money. He needs... And, and yeah. like, 
he needs to work, of course. Most people need to work. And so that's interesting. That's another one, though. We're just like, how do Whitney and Justin have all this money? I don't I, get it. I don't know. I feel like Justin owned some kind of business. Appar- apparently, I think I read this in Doreen St. Felix's piece in The New Yorker. Uh-huh. That Justin was the head of a mid-level marketing company. Oh, which is, of course, which like is the like, CEO of Lularoe or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's like it's like super maga and super sketchy. Of so course, it, it tracks. Oh my. <laughs> it tracks. I do worry we're going to find out some really dark shit about these people, and it'll be like less funny. Totally. Well, that's another point. I, I feel I feel like this is another storyline. Is it kind of went under the radar with all the Jen Shaw stuff, as you were saying, but Meredith not telling her best friend Lisa that she was dating other people only to have it come out during the Las Vegas trip. And they had an into the moment with Lisa and she was like, I feel really betrayed. Like this is my best friend. And I didn't even know that she was dating other people because in the whole, one of the many storylines of the season is um, Meredith and her husband, Seth, who were separated, they were like, can we get back together? He wants to move to Ohio. She wants to stay in Salt Lake City. And finally, towards the end of the season, they're like, we're, we're back together. We've reconciled. So I think it's interesting that she apparently told Jen Shaw about seeing someone else, but she didn't tell her quote unquote best friend, Lisa, about it. Meredith is super confusing. I do you think that, <laughs> was Lisa overreacting. What do you think? I mean, if it were me and my best friend didn't tell me they were dating someone. I, yeah, I feel like I would feel betrayed, especially if they told someone else like that's I, I understand that's yeah. a personal life it's thing. True. But if she if told you're best friends else, with someone. Yeah. If you tell someone else, but not your like alleged best friend that that is messed up. It's hard to tell with the show how much these women actually know each other. Cause like, yes, Lisa and Meredith clearly are really close. Right. But I'm just like, did you guys just all meet Whitney and Jen for the first time? It seems like there's a couple of different like pockets where they know each other. Cause oddly, right. obviously Heather and Jen were pretty close. So, I, and Heather's hard- related to Whitney. They're oh, right. like they're, cousins. They're cousins, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. Very maybe Mormon. He- Maybe Heather is the kind of a like connective tissue through a lot of these. And by the way, I love Heather. Um, Heather's amazing. Yes, actually, because I think Heather went to college with Lisa. Lisa, right. And then Lisa said she didn't remember her in early <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I find Meredith really confusing. I find Meredith's plastic surgery, like, incredibly upsetting. Have you seen the pictures of her? She was, she wasn't is really pretty, but she looks so Gorgeous. different. Yeah. She did look... She. Uh, Thank you, because I was looking at older pictures of her on her Instagram and I was like, this is a completely different person. Yes. I mean, they both look great, but she looks completely different. I know. It's upsetting. It's really fucking weird. I just Meredith, I find really, really confusing. I will say I was looking at the stylist from The Bachelor, Carrie Fetman's Instagram, okay. uh-huh. and he was showing he was for some reason was like doing old screenshots of like stories about his work, essentially. And in that he had a picture of Hannah Brown in 2019 wearing a Meredith Marks ring. And I was like, I was like, yes. Meredith Marks jewelry is legit. Okay. I'm so happy you mentioned that because then I went, so on one of my deep Instagram holes of the Salt Lake City women, I went to the Meredith Marks jewelry page and I scrolled down and I saw several Hannah photos of Hannah Brown rocking the jewelry. And I was like, oh, okay. So this isn't just like, jewelry at bobble bar or something yeah. like that this is <laughs> legitimate jewelry that people buy and wear 
I went on the website. It's like expensive stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. And and that's that's legit. So everything with Meredith is super weird, but I don't know. I, I actually came to really like Meredith and Lisa. I disliked them at the <laughs> beginning of the season, but Same. now I actually, actually like them. Another thing I learned from Katie Baker's piece on The Ringer is that drinking a big gulp Diet Coke from 7-Eleven is like a Mormon thing. It's like part of like the really? Mormon mommy blogging. And and <laughs> and Lisa does that. And Lisa is... Um, she does! <laughs> she's Jewish by heritage and Mormon by choice. So she identifies as Mormon, though she has a, a, a tequila brand. Um, yes. And yeah, I came to really like them. I, I just feel like actually that's where I would take the show. Like, what do you... Like, in season two, I would like less Jen freaking out. And I would like more about like Lisa and Meredith's like what are their real lives like to the extent they'll show it and Whitney. I like Heather the most, yeah. but in some ways she's the most boring. Although, I know, but there's a something- dating show with Heather would be great. I was just going to say, I love Heather going on these blind dates. I love her walking off with some man at the party. And I, I find her relationship with her ex-husband interesting too, because the ex-husband is apparently like some big Mormon guy and he just like straight up left her because he was like, I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. Yeah, but he's still on the show in the finale. Billy. Right. Billy. Iconic Billy. But yeah, also, no. Yeah. We, we can't discuss Billy without mentioning that his family got rich from Howard Hughes leaving them a ton of money because his like, <laughs> his relative was Howard Hughes's chauffeur. Iconic. Iconic I mean, line. I didn't even know about that. Obviously, I don't actually don't know a lot about Howard Hughes. But, like, that's insane. Yeah. No, I mean... <laughs> I feel like I'm discovering more and more about these people. I and in the same vein, I there's something to be said about Mary's church with her grandma leaving her a bunch of money and homes, her husband. There's more to be explored there because <laughs> I know we need like a, a money tracing service. Well, yeah, because she mentioned she there's a part midway through the season where they're like, how many houses do you have? And Mary's like, um, Ah, uh, hold on a second. And she has to count them because she forgot how many houses she owns. And it's something like seven or whatever. And they're like nice houses all over the country. And then we see her at the church, like Whitney's father and Whitney go to the church. And it seems like it's like just a, a small church. I, I mean, again, I don't know how the mechanics of Me neither. Um, churches work, but <laughs> you don't. <laughs> to be money there to have such a lavish lifestyle like you said we're half of the time we're with mary actually more than half the time we're in her goddamn closet which is huge and just full of designer clothes full i know that was a big part of her at the beginning they used mary to lure everyone in and then yes they her. did it's kind of messed up but i think it has must have to do with production there's no way she won't be a bigger part of season two yeah and because she's kooky and People are still people still love the whole um, Mary versus Jen thing, because if you didn't watch the show, I think in the first episode, Jen is still pissed at Mary because Mary said that she smelled like hospital, Yeah, <laughs> which an iconic line. I will say Mary is like one of the most like either you can either call it principled or stubborn people to be on <laughs> any real housewives because she will not hang out with Jen like she will not go near Jen. I mean, that's part of why she was on the show more. But like when she's I think invited so. to do stuff and Jen's there, she just she's like, nah, not going to do it. Yeah, it's a it's kind of amazing. She's not playing into it. And I like I Mary. Yeah, Mary is kooky and fun. And um, you know what? What what did Heather say where Heather was like, 
yeah, I'd fuck a grandpa, but I wouldn't say that out loud. That was iconic. Oh my God, Heather. I love her. We love Shots. Heather. We really do. Um, so I cannot wait to watch the reunion show, um, much like you. And speaking of shows on Bravo, I know you are a fan of Southern Charm, or at least you watch Southern Charm. I'm a self-loathing Southern Charm viewer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm, like, deeply embarrassed to watch Southern Charm, but okay. I, That's like, okay. I usually can't stay up late enough on Thursday nights to watch it because I'm just so tired from life. So I wake I up on Friday, Friday mornings and I watch it, like, Oh, eagerly. it's like a treat. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. I'm like, oh, great. I'll have breakfast and watch Southern Charm. <laughs> I love that. Amelia, these are despicable people. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but... I'm like addicted to it. It just can't stop. Like wow. Southern Charm drama. I spent like hours one day do, like doing like an Instagram deep dive, trying to understand like all the different rumors going on with it's Southern Charm. Amazing. I mean, they've kind of, they are invading the space of a lot of, I would say Bachelor Nation. Cause a lot of the a thing about Bachelor Nation is that it's on the show, but honestly, 50% of it is off the show and it's online and the drama's there. And I feel like I'm seeing more and more Southern Charm people being named in these crazy scandals and whatnot. And so it's like, do I need to pay attention to this? Like I pay attention to The Bachelor for, right. you know, context. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I think it's because the Southern Charm people are so thirsty and like want to be so and they just really want to be famous some of them are already rich but the ones that aren't are trying to get rich right it's just crazy how much did you follow it as a non-watcher because it really dominated the tabloids for like 10 days it really did um you know my mom will watch it like so sometimes I come downstairs and she's watching it and it's just like I I don't know I mean like I know who Thomas is I know his girlfriend is that pretty redhead and yes. or was they're, maybe they're, they're no not together. together okay That's okay I know about a guy named Shep yes he, Shep is is kind of the fulcrum which the show rests right now <laughs> kind of okay um and then I know Cameron Eubanks was on Real world. I watched her season of Real World San Diego. Great one. Yeah, it's a yeah, great one. yeah. And I, and so I know her from that. But I that's really all I know. So, so I you need did, your. But did you follow? Did you follow the current drama at all? Well, I did in terms of like someone named Madison Lacroix mm -hmm. was involved, and then there was like the Jay and Kristen Cavallari thing, and then there was something else, and I'm like blanking on it right now. Madison and A Rod. Oh, right. It's yes. a rumor. A rumor right. that's out there. So basically, there's a couple that is broken up currently, Madison and Austin. They were like two years on again, off again. And then mm -hmm. a few months ago, Austin and his best friend, who's also on the show, Craig, were seen partying with Kristen Cavallari and her best friend on an Instagram live. Wow. And so somehow they connected. I'm not exactly sure how. I think that Austin and, and Craig went to Nashville to party with them, whatever. Meanwhile, just so you know, Austin like started a beer company and Craig started a pillow company. Sewing of course, down south. of course. How millennial of them. I thought, yeah. I thought about buying a Sewing Down South pillow, but I have not yet. It's like I support on, you. It's all like QVC and stuff. I don't know. Craig started out as like a lawyer who was like just trying to study to pass the bar and like now he makes pillows. It's been a journey <laughs> with Craig, who I really liked until the reunion show. Um, oh, no. in which, which he was drunk and then 
being really, really mean to Madison, who I do oh. think sucks, but like he was being so nasty to her, kept calling her trash. Oh, it was fucked up. Don't, you don't talk to people that way. Anyway, yeah. ma- after Kristen was seen with Austin and Craig, Craig has a girlfriend. So it was like rumored that maybe like something was happening between Austin and Kristen. But that wow. was at the same time that the Kristen and Jeff die rumors started. So it was just sort of like, oh, right. This is just for publicity. And Wait, then, like, oh my God, this is, there's so much to be said about Christian Cavallari and Jay Cutler. I didn't even watch their goddamn show. I just read Andrew's recaps. I know. You would be, I think you'd get really into this, though, if you did watch. And so then, Love and E show. Yeah. Then, I mean, and I talked about this a little bit on Jam Session. Mm-hmm. Then Madison and Jay Cutler, <laughs> like, were rumored to be together and, like, Oh. And I don't even know how that came out. Madison must have leaked it. And then Kristen <laughs> and Jay posted a, p- a photo together to be like, to like show solidarity mm. of like their co-parenting, I guess. But right. Like no, one, no one believes that Jay Cutler is a co-parent. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so then that, and to be like, you can, and it was something like, you know, 10 years strong, can't mess with this or whatever. Kind of like of a shot, shot fired at the, at the whole Southern Charm crew being like back <laughs> off. And then in response to that, Madison posted her text with Jay Cutler to be to make it clear that like he was like reaching out to her or whatever. Madison posts thirst traps all the time. She mm. and Catherine, who you referred to both on the reunion said they got like the mommy makeover, which was like post having kids plastic surgery. Oh yes. And I understand like plastic surgery makes people feel better, but the fact that it's so pervasive and I support that, you know, do what you need to do to feel good. But sure. the fact that it's so pervasive on reality TV and like, just, yes. and especially when it's called like reality TV and it's supposed to have some mo- <laughs> modicum of realness to it. The fact that like everyone has an altered body and face is like so upsetting to me because it's a really warping view of reality. It's like of actual totally. reality, not on TV. So it's upsetting. That's a side. Anyway, on the reunion, it then came out that Madison Craig and it was drunk was like, Madison, you slept with a married guy, comma, and ex-baseball player. It was, un- it was unclear if he was talking about one guy or two, but wow. then my Instagram deep dive, I learned that it's two. So there was like, there was a married guy. Oh. And then there also was an ex-MLB player. And that then Danny, <laughs> who's also on the show. Oh my was, God. Was allegedly one of Madison's friends, went on a podcast and said, name names and said that the MLB player who people had already figured out was rumored to be A-Rod. So this like really blew up. And wow. A-Rod had been following Madison and then he <gasps> unfollowed her. They were seen at the same hotel on the same night, like four Shady. months ago. Shady. And now Madison like made a statement saying they FaceTime but never hung out. But so oh. like there's some truth to it. Right. That, okay. Couple things. One, I think it's interesting how people will go on podcasts nowadays and maybe it's even exacerbated with Zoom where you just don't realize what you're saying or you get so comfortable that it's just any other conversation and they reveal like, pretty big secrets or personal issues. Um, But again, yeah, like that's another aside. Um, And then also (laughs) A-Rod, I just rude. Okay. Because I love J-Lo. I I think she's an icon. What what are like men, you know? So rude. A-Rod. I mean, he just, there's (sighs) been a lot of rumors about him. Yeah. That's it's upsetting. But anyway, that's the Southern charm situation. It's complex. It involves legitimate celebrities, namely A-Rod, J-Lo, and Kristen Cavallari, who are all like legitimate and Jay Cutler. They're all famous. So, okay. That's interesting to me in that we have two reality shows kind of converging. And is it because they're all in Nashville? 
Well, Southern Charm's in Charleston. There was a Southern oh. Charm. There was a Southern Charm, New Orleans. But this is in, in Charleston. I don't know why. I'm not sure why this is happening. I think it's because the Southern Charm people are really thirsty. Honestly. Okay. Well, I, think they, I think they seek it out, looking to capitalize on their fame. And they're doing a good job. Like, Craig apparently is, like, making a lot of money off the pillow business. <laughs> good for I'm, Craig, I guess. I'm serious. I think you would hate Craig Amelia, but... I'm sure I would. I mean, you I, know. I had a soft spot for him because he was, like, kind of a mess. He, mm. uh, now he just he was so drunk and mean it's just like That's you know you're bad. on tv dude why'd you get so drunk yeah well maybe he was just nervous i mean i, I thought he's been on the show since but... the beginning it's like season oh, really? seven or eight oh yeah. wow he's not new to it so is there a new season going on right now or did it just the reunion... end it. It okay just okay ended. so this reunion was recent yeah it was last week or so oh wow okay wow i know it's all fresh it's, it's really very fresh. fresh. How do you choose which Bravo shows to watch? Okay, well, that's a that's a great question. Um, I I'm surprised you don't watch Southern Charm. That's why I ask. And I don't watch Vanderpump Rules either, even though I've to- been told many a time watch it. Uh, I think in the beginning, the whole Housewives craze, which happened, I guess, in the mid to late 2000s. I think mm-hmm. I'd never been into OC, but I was really into New Jersey. The First few seasons of New Jersey with the table flip and Danielle and Teresa like that was that was my thing. I loved it. Um, And then I watched Atlanta. I watched some of New York. And then when Beverly Hills hit the Mm. scene and Camille Grammer arrived and with her whole the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. Oh, my God. Incredible. One of the the best uh, Housewives moments of all time. The dinner is that from season one, the whole dinner with um, Allison, uh, what's her name? Who inspired Allison Moreau, I think. Yes, who inspired uh, Medium with Patricia Arquette, a great TV show that uh, is available on Hulu, I think. And I actually, I love it. <laughs> it, it is such a good show. If, it is if a good any, show. I agree yeah, with you. You, you guys should all rewatch it because it's it's legitimately creepy and it's fun. I just, I love that show. I watched that show when it was on. Um, but that whole I don't I mean I guess I enjoyed the glamour of Beverly Hills some of these women were are working actresses which I find interesting that they're also doing real housewives yeah like Eileen when she was on Young and Restless right or as the world turns I can't remember which one of the two but she was on there like Lisa Rinna is on Lisa Rinna is just a hustler I love her I love Um, Rinna love Rinna she's great they had Denise Richards on for a while Garcelle Mm. is on right now and also, I'm like obsessed with the O.J. Simpson case. Like mm-hmm. I I don't I can't even tell you. I fall asleep watching O.J. Made in America many, many a night. So. How many times have you watched the show? O.J. Made in America or yeah. Beverly Hills? Oh, I mean, I bought it on. I saw it on Hulu oh, once. You're talking about the documentary. Not the documentary. The, yeah. Got it. Sorry. Or, or oh, 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 well, I, I have thought you seen, meant Ryan Murphy's O.J. Oh, Simpson. Love the Ryan Murphy yeah, love that one too. But I just I love the the real doc stuff. You mean Ezra Edelman's OJ Made yes. in America? Yeah. Oh my! Like literally one of my favorite. One of my favorite. Well, my favorite documentary of all time. But I bought it on iTunes just to rewatch it again and again and again. And I rewatched episodes three and four so many times that it's automatically been downloaded onto my library just because I I just. I'm so fascinated by the case. I've read the Jeffrey Tubin book. I've just read the Faye Resnick book. I'm almost done with the Paula Barbieri book. Oh my I God, have, you're an expert. 
I've been on the tour. Uh, it's I'm not win the Bronco. We my friend and I went on the tour and I, we got to go ride in the Bronco. It kind of smelled weird, but I, I highly recommend it. Um, I've seen literally every available documentary on YouTube. I just I'm a I'm obsessed with the case. Wow. So, okay. So you had so that's how you got reeled into Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah, so when I heard Faye Resnick was going to be on the show, I was like. Ugh! And it lived up to my expectations, you know. And then Catherine Edwards, who was Marcus Allen's ex-wife, was on the show. And they confronted each other, even though that was kind of a letdown. Um, I found that to be interesting. See, and we were talking about this with Bling Empire. You could have substituted any, like, metropolitan city. Mm -hmm. And it would have just been kind of the same boring thing. But what I love about the Housewives franchises and especially Beverly Hills, they really embed the culture of the city they're in. And like, so when they pulled all the OJ stuff for a few seasons, like that was, it was like so satisfying because it was like, yes, I get that. I know it so well. And you know, and it's just, I don't know. I just, I love the housewives. I love them. So so you're not really a Bravo person, but you're a housewives person. (laughs) Well, but here's the thing. I do, I love um, Watch What Happens Live. Oh, I, I don't always Great watch show. it, but it's really funny. Um, and when Queer Eye was on Bravo, I watched it then. And, you know, I'll pretty much try anything on Bravo. Mm-hmm. I even watched uh, the scripted show, uh, Dirty John. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. You know? So you're just not into the friend groups of reality TV. I guess. And sometimes I'm just a person who will rewatch other crap first. Sure. Okay. But. Uh, you know, I do want to try Vanderpump Rules because I enjoy Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. I think she's funny. So it's a great show. Watch it from the beginning. It's on Hulu. Okay. Okay. I will do that. I will do that. Yeah. But uh, so okay. So would you recommend Southern Charm for oh me my, and definitely. for the viewer? Okay. It's wow. Good, it's a good catch up. I will just say I just feel like I have to note this. Yes. They this season tried to like deal with like the racial reckoning in America that happened oh, over the whoa. summer because Shep. And Catherine, who were on the show, are like from old Southern families whose yeah. families were slave owners. And Catherine's relative is, Ka- is John C. Calhoun, whose statue oh was my ta- God. came down in the park in Charleston. And the way they did so was like reprehensible and disgraceful and like really just like so insane. There's one woman on the show who is Persian, grew up in Canada, uh-huh. and her husband is black. And she was kind of like functioned as like the moral conscience, which I think, you know, it's just like who she is, but like, that was kind of like how right. she painted on the show. I'm so grateful for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like really troubling to watch. And that's like oh. my one caveat is like, it's really entertaining, but like also important to like watch like open eyes of like who you're watching and to sure. be aware of like this kind of glorification of Southern culture. And see that's, I think that is probably the main reason why I don't watch the show is just because like I don't care about Southern culture. Yeah, you don't. You, yeah. And it, and I don't care about Southern culture either. It's just these people are so absurd and like <laughs> love the cameras so much. Yeah. yeah but yeah. there is a real hypocrisy to me even watching the show when I'm like, this is fucked up, you know? So no, it's important totally. to note that with Southern Charm because I think I was like, you need to have the full context, but yeah. it is a good catch up. It's it's like immensely watchable. Okay. Okay. Well, I might have to try it. Is it on Hulu? I assume so, but it's also on the Bravo app, you know? Oh, love that. Well, yes. And we also have on demand, so I'm sure I can find it there. Great. Um, 
you are very kind and you are indulging me with a little <laughs> masked properties update. Oh yeah, my I God. Just wanna hear, I just want to know what's going on with the cool. masked singer and the masked dancer. I get like emails yeah. about them and I don't read them and I know oh. those shows are like immensely popular. So yeah. I just would like to, I'd like you to educate me. For sure. Okay, so the masked singer, this is going to be season five. I think this is the fifth season in like two years. Which when does is, it start? I think it started in February of 2019. No, when does the season start? Oh, oh, when does, oh, in March. It'll be back next month. Nice. I, it's very exciting. And they haven't, they've really not teased anything, just like a bunch of masks, uh, like like JPEG masks and uh, confetti. And they're cool. like, we're back. Yeah. So we have no idea who's going to be on, obviously. We have no idea in terms of the costumes, but, you know, they get really fun every year. Really great costumes. I appreciate that. So, and there's a host update. Nick Cannon has COVID and he will be replaced by Niecy Nash for the time being. I know. I'm excited. I love Niecy Nash. That's way better. It is way better. Nick Cannon, I am ready for him to go away, but I love Niecy Nash. I think she's freaking hilarious. I think she'll be really good. And, you know, the same old judging panel, which um, if you need a reminder, it's Robin Thicke. It's Ken Jung, who is just doing overtime because he's also a judge on The Masked Dancer. Yeah. Um, it is Nicole Scherzinger. She has made a career out of judging people, which is and, good for her, honestly. Yeah, seriously. Okay. And anti-vax queen, Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Incredible. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, that's like quite the lineup. Also, I feel like both Robin Thicke and Nick Cannon are canceled. So it's kind of funny to me that they're on the same show. It's, yeah. I'm surprised that after Nick Cannon's comments, um, his anti-Semitic rant, I'm surprised they kept him on the show. Well, he's also back. Like the place that he was fired from, he's been rehired and he's like back with Viacom. So <sighs> I guess we're all moving on from Nick Cannon. Apparently he's like spoken to rabbis and educated himself. I Okay. Honestly, as a Jewish person, I actually don't really have like uh, many comments on this. It's just like, yeah. I just find the whole Nick Cannon situation bizarre. And it's like, he just can't yeah. go away, but he really whatever. can't. I know. It's, He's but, been hanging around for years now for, I mean, the man started on all that in the 2000s. So, um, <laughs> he was funny back then. Yeah, sure. Um, but I love, again, I'm happy that Nisi Nash is going to be there because she's great. Um, me too. She's can hilarious. You explain, can you explain to me how the mass dancer works? Like the yes. mass singer I get, they sing mass. Sure, sure. Mass okay. dancer, is it mm-hmm. different? Like how do you, how are you trying to figure out who it is? <laughs> great question. I'm so glad you asked. Um, also, I don't think the ratings are that great. So this might just be a special. Um, I see. So, yeah, it's hosted by Craig... Robinson. It's, it's funny that dancing shows just never do as well as singing shows. I know, but except I guess except for Dancing with the Stars, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, Craig whatever. Robinson from The Office, from not The Office, Michelle yeah. Obama's brother. <laughs> right, right. Oh, it should be because he's a basketball guy, so he could you know, yeah, physical Ma- stuff, light on his feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so they have four judges again: Ken Jeong getting the checks, Ashley Tisdale. We see her. Paula Abdul, which is fun to see as well. Love American Idol or old American Idol. Uh, and Brian Austin Green, who you okay. may know as Megan Fox's ex-husband. I know him as David Silver from 90210, but yes. Or that, yes. And so uh, anyway, so what they do is they bring a cabal of celebrities. Celebrities, <laughs> very loose term. And they give a lot of the same clues as they do 
on the mass singer where it's like, you know, these clues are like, oh, I was on top of the world and it came crashing down. And if you remember, that's one of the clues. And Jenny McCarthy was like, oh, my God, is it Travis Barker? Because he was in a fiery plane crash. Um, So there's always (laughs) double mean. Yeah, she literally said that. Uh, Love her. But there's always double meanings in the clues. So you really have to pay attention. And then when they dance, it's funny because sometimes you can tell that they're athletes because they're very light on their feet. Mm-hmm. They can do the splits. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because um, I was watching it with my dad and he was like, oh, well, that guy is clearly an athlete because he he's very agile in his moves. Whereas Vinny recently got axed Vinny from, from the Jersey show. Shore. Vinny from Jersey Shore. And he was a hammerhead shark and the man could not move. <laughs> Very stunted in his movements. Vinny, what a career he's had. I don't even know if we can call it a career, but what a run he's had for the last... Yeah, yeah, a run. years. Exactly. What a, what a, what a run. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they guess in terms of like, they can guess on the height as well. So you're like, oh, okay, you're taller than Craig Robinson or like you're as tall as Craig. So you're a taller person. And, you know, again, you can do the split. So you're probably a dancer or like a gymnast or something. And then again, they rely on the clues because one of the clues for like the cotton candy who's left, you know, she said, I was vaulting like into the stratosphere or something. And it's like, oh, vault. That's you. It's it's an athlete. It's a gymnast. And, they, you know, so you again, you rely on the clues and there's a cool package each time. And they add as they do in The Masked Singer, they add like little um, animations of things and okay. they'll hide little clues like uh, when Elizabeth Smart was on the show as Miss Moth, they had dates like the fruit dates on a line. It was like Dateline. And Brian Austin Green was like Dateline, like the show Dateline. So he got that. So it's it's actually kind of hard, which I understand. But uh, <laughs> it's just like crazy because even if the mass dancers not doing as well, the like whole concept of like the mass singer and mass dancer being so popular. It's just really funny because it's like such like a straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. People don't get a ton of chatter. It's not a ton of like, like internet chatter about it, but these shows are super popular. And I do think like people read the recaps a lot because they just want to know who it is. Well, yes, I remember doing social and Miles Surrey's pieces would always be, he would recap the Masked Singer and they would yeah. always be some of the most popular pieces because people want to know who was unmasked. Because again, right. we live in a culture where we're like celebrity, celebrity, celebrity. And, you know, it's- We're part again, of that culture, Amelia. We're, I know, I, God damn it. But- um. <laughs> It's interesting to see. And so far, who's been unmasked, the celebrities, have been Ice-T as the disco okay. ball. Okay. Bill Nye as the ice cube. I like that little, you know, ice <laughs> Love cube it. melting Yeah, science. Cool. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Smart as Miss Moth. The fact that she's just like pivoted to, to reality is bizarre, but okay. I- I'm happy for her. You know what? Me too. Have, be, have I know. Fun. You deserve it, Elizabeth Smart. Live your she life. She does. Brian McKnight as Cricket. Okay. Vinny from the Jersey Shore as Hammerhead. Okay. And Jordan Sparks from American Idol as Exotic Bird. Every time I hear Jordan Sparks, I'm like, who's the one that's dating Carly Anthony Towns? Is it Jordan Sparks or Jordan Woods? It's, it's Jordan, Jordan Woods. Woods. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Just checking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So honestly, I was looking at the level of celebrity on The Masked Dancer and I was kind of like, these people are... Almost, they're famous. They're famous. Ice T and Bill Nye and Elizabeth Smart. Those are like really famous people. 
And I remember Brian McKnight had a big career in the 90s. He really did. He really, really did. So it's kind of amazing. And who's left? There are four left. Cotton Candy, who I said with the whole vault thing, I'm almost positive it's Gabby Douglas because they also mentioned she lived away from her family with another family to train. And that's Gabby Douglas. Um, Some people are saying it's Simone Biles, but I don't think it's Simone because she's probably gearing up for the Olympics. Exactly. She's not going to risk it all for being the cotton candy who (laughs) fell early on. She fell from like a little wire Biles would never. She would never. Um, Sloth. People are saying it's uh, Dancing with the Stars' is Maxim mm. Chermovsky. I feel like he shouldn't be able to go on other dancing shows, but I that's know. Just me. It's, that's a little rude. If he ends up winning, I'm going to be like, mm-mm-mm. Uh, Tulip. Okay. Again, another dancer. People are saying it's one of the Ziegler girls. Probably not Maddie Ziegler because she's promoting her problematic movie with uh, Sia. It's mm. probably her younger sister, Mackenzie Ziegler. Okay. I don't know And then... Her. Uh, just dance mom people. And then Zebra, who I'm pretty sure is Oscar De La Hoya because there were some boxing references mm. and there is was he a light nice, on his feet. He's he light on his feet. Yep. Cool. He's like a decent dancer. Like, you know, he's kind of burly and like a boxer, I guess. I feel like but boxers should be some of the best people out there. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. But he, I, it's been a while since he's boxed, I think. <laughs> you're right. Um, and there was a 1992 reference, and that's when he won his Olympic gold. So I'm thinking Zebra is Oscar De La Hoya. Interesting. I, yeah. I think I need to watch. Like, I just need to like get involved. I'm just worried I'm going to get really hooked. Here's the thing. I know people make fun of it all the time, but it's it's very I'm, wholesome. I'm not here to make fun of it. I think I Thank would really you. like it. Also, I love a singing show, The Masked Singer. So, like, I'm upset that I didn't watch when Nick Carter was on because I love Nick Carter. Oh, my. And he made it so far. He was final three, right? I think final he was on three. Mass singer while AJ was on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. And people were guessing AJ. And I was like, no, he's not going to know because he's on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. Yeah, exactly. Nick is, Nick's dance moves. I, I probably would have gotten it because the way that Nick's moves <laughs> is seared into my mind. So I just would, <laughs> Although they're wearing full suits, right? Not just the head. They are. He was. Yeah, he was like in a whole crocodile thing. Hmm. I think I still would have guessed it, but who knows? I don't know. (laughs) I need to get involved. I just like to be involved in the really popular things. So I need to start watching. And it's just delightful. And you know what? Also, I want to make a note. They've never let a straight white male win the mass singer. So yeah. So good for them. I appreciate that. It's progressive. Maybe it's not (laughs) just letting them. Maybe they just didn't deserve it. (laughs) Well, I will say this. Uh, Jesse McCartney was Mm. on the one before the Nick, so the third season, and he lost to Candy Burris from um, oh my Atlanta, God. Real Housewives of Atlanta. And also but, a very famous songwriter. Yes, very, very famous. Very successful songwriter. Very she's, successful. She's, she's famous for being Candy from Real Housewives, but she's extremely successful as being a songwriter. Right. But, which I love uh, about her. And and yes, get it, Candy. Um, But I honestly, I thought Jesse should have won. He was very talented as the turtle. I always thought he was a bad singer. Like, I like his, I like his music, but like Beautiful Soul, he sounds bad. Okay, well, he sounded good on this. He sang a cover version of Seal's Kiss from a Rose, and I think I've listened to it upwards of like 30 times. All right, I'm going to check that out on YouTube. Thank you for this update. I appreciate it. Hey, anytime. Anytime you want to talk about mass properties. We got to work in more of the mass properties (laughs) into the ringer in general. I'm not joking. I just feel like it's important work. (laughs) It's good. People like it. It's an enjoyable show. Um, Okay. One more thing. Final reality news of the week is, did you watch the preview of American Idol that was on Monday Night's Bachelor where they featured the one and only Claudia Conway? 
Okay, so I did not. Oh, and I feel like I've made a huge mistake. I I need to go out back and watch it. But I'm like kind of disturbed by this. I'm just like, yeah. Has Claudia Conway just been like seeking fame this whole time? Like I thought she was like cool teen part of the resistance. Um, and now I'm very concerned. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Also, I think her whole family situation is really messed up and sad. I hope she's doing okay because she had the nudes leaked of her recently, which was super weird. But like, I'm just very confused by everything having to do with Claudia Conway. I know. I didn't realize that she was going to be on the show and there was a whole people were talking about it. But apparently she had posted on her TikTok back in November that she was going to be on American Idol. And there oh, were wow. a couple TikToks. One was like, I just met Ryan Seacrest and I'm going to oh, be God. on American Idol. I'm okay, going to so it's not be auditioning. People who are following her. Right. Exactly. And she had one. Her dad apparently took her to the audition because he was there waiting outside, I guess. And she had a little TikTok of him. But uh, yeah, I didn't know if she wanted to be a singer, but here, I, here we sure. are. Here we are. My How goodness. do you feel about that? I guess. I want Claudia Conway to find happiness. Yes. I'm just kind of confused by it, though. I Well, she is, what, 17, 16? Yeah, she's a teen. She's I a hope teen, she can so. figure it out. It's just she doesn't have the luxury of figuring it out in anonymity. That's partially true. because she's courted the spotlight, but also because of her parents. So that's not her fault. But I don't know. I just feel like this changes things for me. I thought that she was just sort of like funny teen inadvertently speaking the TikTok language. And now it feels a lot more calculated. So I'm just like, what the fuck? Right. But it's also on, you know, American Idol's and ABC's shoulders, too, in that 100% are clearly using her for ratings. So, well, sad. Claudia Conway, we wish you the best. Yeah, we support you, Claudia. Um, Juliet, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Happy to be here. (laughs) This was fun. I am always down to talk reality TV. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Subscribe to Ringer Dish, and we will see you soon. 